Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording both from the garden, as you can see with yeah. the beautiful background. First game Sick. both the HBTC boys got here. We took a cool picture under the basket. I'm sure we'll be tweeting it out and putting it on the YouTube community tab uh, so you guys can check it out. But <clears throat> Celtics picked up their second straight win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, winning 107 to 116. Uh, a more, I don't know if this was necessarily a more impressive win. This felt like a more complete win. Then Tuesday night, it was a wire-to-wire victory. Jumped out to a nine-point lead in the first, two-point lead in the second. Uh, they did lose the third quarter once again. However, it did feel like every time the Cavs made a run, they sort of pushed back uh, and made sure to reinsert themselves as the leader of the game, the clear, better team. Uh, Max Drews was far less effective in this one, five points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell did manage to grab 31, but the Celtics, with a beautifully well-rounded effort from the whole squad, 22 for Jalen, 27 for Jason, 18 for Porzingis, 14 for Derek White, 15 for Drew Holiday, uh, and then not to mention a 7.10 rebound performance in Al Horford off the bench. I, I think this was one of their more well-rounded victories of the season, um, and it just felt like a team that was better than their opponent for the entire contest. <laughs> well, that's a little bit harsh to the Cavs now, isn't it? There, there were points in this game where it felt like the Cavs might come swinging back, and they kind of did. But, you know, Celtics took care of business tonight. Everybody played going into the game. You weren't sure if Jalen was going to play. You weren't sure if Kristaps was going to play. Uh, egg on our face for not asking Jalen how his ankle felt after the game. Uh, but you got a really good Jalen game. So I guess you really didn't have to ask that because he looked – Absolutely fine out there. Second really good Jalen game in a row. Yep. The man's post fadeaway was cash money. He must have hit five or six just turnaround shimmy shots from just outside the paint. Looked excellent. Looked comfortable. Uh, you had a really, really good Kristaps game early on. Like He poured in a bunch of points early, and then he kind of disappeared in the second half. What are you going to do? But Tatum was the guy in the fourth quarter. He had 12 points, 4 of 10 shooting, and he just got to his spots, got comfortable, and knocked down shots. And he a couple times said, I've had enough of shooting, and just threw the ball as hard as he could through the rim, too. Super cool dunks. Very fun. Uh, but overall, good Celtics display. Like you said, they kind of weathered the, any kind of adversity they got. They weathered the storm, took care of business. And now they got Orlando coming in tomorrow. You'd have to imagine Horford will play in that. Uh, keep an eye on the other guys that were on the injury report, too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it just felt like a very well-rounded effort. I mean, all you have to do is look at the assist column, right? Five for Jalen, three for Tatum, uh, three for Derek White, four for Drew Holiday, three for Horford, one, one, two. Like, everyone was passing. They were cutting really well. Uh, they, they were moving the ball really well the whole game. There were a few too many, as per usual, Tatum pull-up threes in this game, and I think some people on social media were frustrated. Uh, but as a whole, it just felt like a, a game where they were dialed in offensively um, Cavs made their runs, like you said, like the, as good teams do. Donovan Mitchell had his 31 points. Karis Laverne had 26 off the bench. Like they, they did stuff to try to get back in this game. But 
I don't know. To me, it just felt like the Celtics were always playing the right way. Um, there were some lapses defensively, I guess, but even that, like they went to the free safety defense. I asked Joe about it after the game. Like Chris stops his guard Nakoro. They kind of left him. He was able to switch over and, and guard the paint. Like everything they did in this game felt like almost a carryover from yesterday in the sense of they made their adjustments in the fourth, not yesterday, but the last Cavs game. They made their adjustments in the fourth quarter against the the Cavs, and then they were ready for whatever the Cavs threw at them in this one and still played another different style of defense, right? Like they were guarding normally uh, through the first three quarters, and then they pressed up and guarded the pick and roll up top. And then in this game, they brought out the free safety. Like they're doing a bunch of different things on defense, and the entire team is buying in on both ends. And I, I think you really saw that in this game, especially on the offensive end with how good the ball movement was. What, how many assists they have? They had 22 assists. I mean, that's not particular, like super duper high, but like watching the game, you could kill see, once again. <laughs> watching the game, you could see how willing and committed they were to passing the ball. Yeah, no, no, like the like you said, like 22 assists doesn't jump off the page to you. It's not like wow, like they they almost had 30 assists because they didn't. But the assists were well distributed. They shared the sugar on the assists. It's because the ball was popping around guys were cutting guys were moving without the ball in particular i can remember off the top of my head sam hauser had a couple great off the ball moves as he should as a sharpshooter but he was able to capitalize on it he looks more comfortable in those tight spots when he gets the ball and the defenders are flying out at him He was what three of three from three today felt like he couldn't miss uh very reliable as for the rest of the guys there were some great plays in this one uh the jalen save under the basket highlight that you showed or uh, I think I just saw it on Twitter. I'm having like a little bit of out-of-body experience there. But late in the game, Celtics up five. Tatum misses a three. Jalen crashes the glass, jumps out of bounds, saves Bonder's own basket to Holiday, who banks in a uh, tough one over Jared Allen. But just the togetherness of this team tonight was really impressive to me. I was looking through him like, in my head, this is how I work. I'm like thinking, what's the title this going to be? What player? Like, it's going to be Celtics win wire to wire versus Cavs. And, and then I usually throw in like the best player. Like yesterday it was, I think Drew Holiday and Derek White provide a steady hand because I thought they were really good. And I was trying to think of like, okay, who was the best player in this game? And I thought, okay, Jalen made a bunch of those turnarounds. He was great. Tatum had the big fourth quarter. Uh, Drew Holiday made some big plays for them offensively. Derek White was as steady as ever making plays on both ends. Al Horford had a huge game. Like, it didn't feel like one performance stood out over the rest. It felt like they all contributed equally in their like niche roles. Like, like I said, like Jalen Brown's turnaround game was great. Derek White's, you know, second effort game was great. He, he was under the basket. He was getting rebounds. He, he, he was making sure the offensive possession ended in a bucket. Uh, Al Horford on the glass, on the offensive glass in particular, he had how many of his 10 rebounds were offensive? Three of them, right? Por- Porzingis wasn't particularly efficient in this one, but he, he was playing solid defense uh, in that free safety role. Tatum took over in the fourth quarter. Drew Holiday was very efficient, doing a little bit of everything like I can't really pinpoint a best player in this game. You got anything? Uh, you know, there really isn't anybody that jumps off the stat sheet at me when you look at like the stat That's lines, a good thing, which too. It, it is a good thing. Uh, I think everybody had their moments, really. Like Tatum played really well in the fourth quarter, but he was kind of quiet throughout the game. Nine of 22 isn't the most efficient shooting output from him. Uh, Drew Holiday might have been one of the better guys. He was kind of everywhere efficient shooting. Uh, he made some big ones, a few assists. I think Al Horford has fingerprints all over this one, despite only mm-hmm. having seven points. Another double-digit rebound game for Al, second in three games. I asked Mizzoula about it after the game, barely got the question out. But uh, Joe was really impressed, and he, he had a really good answer to our question here. 
kind of talking about everybody. And he said that everybody, he measures success for all his guys differently. Like mm. there's different expectations for everybody on the team. Al Horford's is just being a great competitor. Al grabbed everyone over three or four guys. Joe cited a fist bump that he did. Uh, but he also dropped that he's a tremendous teammate and he has a willingness to help the team win. That sacrifice he made this year going to the bench is not affecting him anymore. Maybe at the beginning of the year, he was a little off. He didn't have the greatest start to the season. Porzingis gets hurt. Horford fills in the starting lineup. And all of a sudden, he's back. Has a big game uh, against Philly where he was just the driving force. And he's been on the glass again. He's averaging 6.7 rebounds per game. It's up from last year. Very, very solid numbers from him. And they need it from him. They don't have... uh, a ton of bodies in the front court anymore, but he's still holding his own at 37. He got switched on Darius Garland tonight. He blocked him, guarded him on the perimeter, yeah. put the clamps on them, blocked him. He finished out with a block. It was just an absolute masterclass from him. He drilled a dagger three at the end of the game. And he's somebody that was worth writing about despite only taking four shots in this game. That says mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. How about eight blocks for the Celtics on the night? I want to find my favorite one. It was, I forget who it was. Block but... mixtape incoming. Oh, it won't let me look at the clips yet. Was it the Tatum it's so block? Lame. It Tatum was block the Tatum was block. block. Tatum block was insane. I, I mean, I forget who it was driving in transition, but Tatum met him at the rim and just swallowed whoever it was. Like it wasn't even close. Like Tatum could have blocked it, it with was his Garland. Armpit. Garland attacked yeah. with a break, and he just. <clears throat> He, he didn't have a chance. I mean, Tatum's head was almost at the rim. It was at least mm. in the backboard, and his arm was all the way above the square. Mm. You know what? Title of the video, Lamar Stevens gets real minutes for the first time. That's what we're going to sure talk did. about. Lamar Stevens ended up only playing eight minutes in this game. Luke Cornett was a late scratch. Joe Mazzulli uh, said after the game he didn't even realize Luke was going to be out um, <clears throat> until during the game. He also noted that Hauser, Pritchard, Luke, and Al are their bench guys. That's their rotation moving forward. But um, once Cornette was out, it was kind of a game-time decision. Like, all right, let's go to Lamar Stevens. Namish Keda was also not available for this game. So he was kind of their pseudo, you know, third-string big man behind Porzingis and Al. And I thought he played all right. He got in some foul trouble early. I know you wrote about it. It felt like he kind of got screwed on a couple of those calls. Um, I mean, I talked about it, it earlier funny. in the season. In Philadelphia, when I was there for the game, Steve McKaylee got some of his first minutes of the season, and the refs were just calling fouls that clearly weren't fouls. And we we did a review on the pod; it was ridiculous. So it almost felt like they were like, oh, "This guy, we haven't seen him before. He's probably gonna foul." Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money bet. That's one hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Um, Lamar Stevens ended the game with uh, four points. Um <laughs> One rebound, one assist, one steal, one block. He did a little bit of everything. I thought he was fine. I thought he got lost on defense a little bit a couple times, but, I mean, that's going to happen when you don't play <laughs> ever. Um, right. But he hustled. He, he he did everything you expect from Lamar Stevens in terms of hustle and effort and all that good stuff. I'd personally like to see him get a little bit more run. I wonder if this Luke Cornett thing is 
going to carry over into future games if he will get that chance. But it does feel like he is the only guy in the Celtics bench who hasn't gotten a, a real shot at minutes this season. I feel like, he's, and coming into the year, it felt like he was the first one to deserve those. So it's it's been a little weird. And I was glad to see him get a chance tonight. Yeah, you beat me to the punch again against this against second, his former team too. The second recording in a row, like. You, you like took something right out of my mouth before we we're going to start talking about, but it's true. Like Lamar Stevens was a huge talking point going into the season in the preseason. He was getting some run. We saw him in fourth quarters of those games kind of be the elbow guy, free throw line guy, which was encouraging to see, especially when the team slapped zone on the Celtics. Now you didn't see that tonight, but um, his effort was going to be the big thing. I mean, you wrote all about Lamar Stevens and his grit and all of the different stories that have followed him because of his determination to win in college, they had the belt at Penn state and he kept holding it over his teammates every single week because he did not want to lose. He played, played like that tonight, but it played a little too hard, fouled a couple times. Some of them were questionable. Some were not. Uh, I thought he got two out of three bad calls against him in the first half. There was one that was a blocking foul on Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell just fell down. Then there was another block that was clearly a block. And then there was a, uh, an actual block shot that was whistled a foul, which kind of sucked for him. It but was a block. That was, a, it it, was that it felt was like one. Block. If Missoula still had his challenge, that felt like one he challenged. They, you could see him and Charles Lee on the sideline getting angry at that. <clears> yeah. But. So, but to his credit, like he played real minutes in this game. He was in the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter. First quarter, too. First. The beginning quarter. of the fourth quarter, where I mean things were kind of falling apart for the Celtics. They had just coughed up. Another lead in the third quarter. It was down to three going into the fourth. Stevens mm-hmm. is out there to start the fourth. He has a super cool dunk. He He's the recipient of a gifted steal. I mean, Cleveland threw the ball away, and he happened to pick it up. <laughs> but he he was a really good energy guy for them in that stretch he was out there early in the fourth, which was really good to see. Like, there was not a moment where you were like, damn, he's kind of hurting them. Maybe when he airballed. Like, it wasn't great to see him just miss everything on the three. But it's good that he's willing to fire up those shots because when he's out there, he has to do it, and hmm. you really can't expect too too much out of him because, like you said, he hasn't been getting runs. So to be in game in, in game mode in the fourth quarter, getting looks from the corner from three, that's kind of a tough task to just be like, okay, yeah, no problem. I'll just knock him down. I guess that's part of the job, but I don't know. As a regular person, I, I can mean, be like, oh yeah, I could see how that would be tough. <laughs> I mean, Tatum and uh, Tatum talked about like the stay ready group. How he has respect for those guys. Joe talked about you know those guys always being ready no matter what is impressive. I, I do wonder during the game. So in the first quarter, Lamar Stevens got the ball in the corner and he sort of pump faked and drove, uh, which is what he's comfortable with. But then the next two times he got it, he just chucked them. I wonder if when they went in the huddle, Joe Mazzullo was like, shoot that shit, shoot the ball, <laughs> like just shoot it. Um, I don't know though. It's Lamar Stevens, by the way, not the best three point shooter. He, he missed one of those real bad. <laughs> he was not even close on one of them. Um, it happens. Sometimes, say, you know, yeah. sometimes it slips. I want to see him get more chances. He does feel like a guy who could help the Celtics. I will say though, coming into the year, I was very much pro Lamar, not too much into the other guys like Banton, Brissett, and, and even Mikhailu. I was hesitant on. I feel like Brissett should get more chances here. I, I like it, he was really, really impactful in an area that the Celtics are really stressing this year on the offensive glass, and then he just hasn't gotten any run. Like the Celtics have made a real emphasis crashing from the corners. Horford's been doing it. Hauser's been doing it. Pritchard's been doing it. Drew Holiday's been doing it. Everyone on the team is going from the corner and trying to crash. And Drew Holiday has been so, so, so good at that all season that it's a bit weird to me that he hasn't gotten those looks. And not to mention, they scored a ton on cuts tonight. He's a great cutter. Obviously, it hurts his ability to do both those things when he can't shoot 
uh, and hit the side of a barn. However, he is very good at the stuff that they're doing theoretically. I'd like to see him get more minutes too. That said, it, it does seem like the Celtics aren't too in on playing guys past their nine men unless they need to. Like it does seem they want to stick to that nine man. It makes sense, but. I don't know. It feels I, like I, things fall off good. a bit after the ninth man. I do like Stevens. I think he brings a lot of interesting stuff to the team. I think he can contribute, especially on the defensive end. He has the in- intensity to do so. Just the three-point shot isn't there for either one of those guys, and it makes it really hard for them to play <laughs> off. Or Benton. Or Ben. <laughs> they did put Lamar in the dunker spot in the fourth quarter, though. They were kind of like keeping him right by the end in Boston Celtics on the baseline. Well, he was... Uh, he was guarding Jared Allen too. Like they were playing some weird defensive looks with him out there. Like he was guarding the big man and Horford was guarding a Coro, whoever else was out there. And it felt like uh, they were, they were trying to switch things up on that end, which was fun. It was cool to see. Um, we miss anything. Good win. I, I think we covered it all. It was a good win. Good wire to wire, <coughs> excuse me, wire to wire win. Uh, make sure to tune into pregame tonight at <laughs> what time is the Celtics game tomorrow? I think they play at oh. seven 30. So it would be seven. I always have to double check that they do play at seven thirty, so pregame will be at seven. Huge game tomorrow or big, tonight big as you guys are listening games. to this. <clears throat> big couple games, but this one, this game feels like a game they are set up to lose back to back. Going up against a Magic team, they are not very good against. Uh, someone starts popping balloons at TD Garden. Um, this was happening the other night too. Uh, Jason Tatum was asked about Eddie House's comments and how the Magic have responded to it, and he kind of chuckled and said, I didn't hear Eddie said anything. I love Eddie, but this is a team that plays us hard. Talked about his mentorship and his relationship with Paolo Bancaro. This is a big game tonight. This is big. They're 12-0 at home. He talked about how Tatum talked about how they want to be better at home, um, and they think they have been after not being very good over the past few years. He even mentioned the playoffs, which I know Sam's gotten mad at on the pod before, so it was nice to hear that come out of Tatum's mouth and how That's he true. understands that. Um, big game. I get mad about a lot of things on the pod, though. <laughs> Yeah, shocker. It's okay. It's nice to reference, but uh, you want to wrap there? What do you think we're? Yeah, we can wrap. Oh, all right. Thank you. Drive. You have a train ride. Sam's right over there. (laughs) It probably looks even Uh, more ridiculous on my screen, (laughs) like like on my from my camera. <laughs> well, thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, it was very cool for us both to be here tonight. It was very fun. Yeah, to be here with Cam, Bobby, all the guys. Uh, yeah, hopefully. The Avengers. I mean, the dream one day is that we we grow this big enough and we can come here. It'll just say it'll say but, uh, how about them Celtics on this instead yeah. of Celtics blog. Yeah, which, how about them Celtics? Celtics oh no, I'd love to keep writing for Celtics blog, but the yeah. dream is this Celtics blog, and that's 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 the dream. So yes. it's been cool to be here. Thank y'all for tuning in. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics, and uh, let Sam wrap it up. Hey, hey! Thank you very much. All for right, listening or watching. Hey, he's almost back. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching on there. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our game recaps like this one, full-length pods, film breakdowns, rumor breakdowns, whatever we decide to talk about. Breaking news is another one. I'm out of fingers. And also, live, half hour before every game, doing the pregame streams. We'll be there tonight, no matter what, against the Magic. And we'll be here talking. We love the chat. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple. Leave us a follow there if you want the audio versions of the game recaps and the full-length pods. We have a five-star review. Say something nice. You want to get in touch with us? The email is hbtcpod at gmail.com. Despite it not being on the screen, we, we've rushed and picked the wrong background today. Not that it matters. <laughs> but that is the email. You can find us on socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is just the name of the pod. You can find Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money. You can follow me at Samuel Francis and Build Suppress. Yeah.
Chick Tackle. 